Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Look, Joe Getty bugs people. He bugs people a lot. <laughs> and we're not going to call him Joe Getty anymore. If he bugs people, we're going to call him Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Zinger! Oh, I've been zinged! <laughs> Live from Studio C. Oh, si, senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Hey, everybody, today, Thursday, little Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The last debate ever held in the history of presidential politics in America. Both parties have come together in a bipartisan unanimous vote to say... Those just killed me. Ugh. It might be Worst the, thing ever. It might be the end of arguing as a rhetorical device. <laughs> this is my last show, everybody. <laughs> I, Joe Getty, am retiring from the profession. Thank you all for your support. You see, I'll he, be vanishing into the woods to watch the squirrels cavort. You see, he bugs people. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, a reference to... An idiotic attempt at a zinger last night during the Republican uh, there's a, a cluster blank, a monkey blank in a football. A debate is, is a misnomer. You can't call it that. It wasn't in any real sense. S-show dumpster fire. Right, yeah. S-show out back of a dumpster fire. I don't know. What was my favorite line that I've heard? 
about it. Uh, got it right here. I would bet a jacket full of gold bars that nothing happened on the stage that will affect the uh, winner of the Republican nomination. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I would, too. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What is you going to do? I'm so uh, annoyed by the whole process. It's And it's a lot of the same annoyance we've been talking about for many, many years. So um, I apologize if you've been with us for many, many years. <laughs> I've heard the same complaints over and over again. My jihad is always going to be, why do conservatives have to answer every question from the progressive point of view? What are you going to do to help the dreamers? That's not where most Republican voters are. That's not where we are. That's not what's on our mind. What do we need to do to help the dreamers? Ask the question like this. What are you going to do to stop illegal immigration? What are you going to do for taxpayers or footing the bill at hospitals and schools for unfettered illegal immigration? Right. That's where Republican voters are, not what are you going to do to help the dreamers? And every other question was asked if it's as if it was a bunch of progressives standing in front of progressive voters. Why do we do it that way? Why does Fox do it that way? Yeah, let's start right there. Hey, Lachlan Murdoch, you're running the show now. Let's start with why do you have a thickly accented difficult-to-understand Mexican hottie progressive asking questions on your show. Why selecting a Republican uh, candidate? What the hell is up with that? Stuart Varney stumble-bomb useless. Get him off the stage. At least Dana Perino tried a little bit, and she's competent, but that was just, it was, it was terrible. It was, it was something, it was, as you alluded to, the entire process is just stupid and corrupt at this point. The primary process. It's just so badly needs to be reworked. What, Michael, you're gesturing. Why are you gesturing? Now, the worst part of it is now my wife wants new curtains. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's another obscure reference. We'll get to that later. Um, Where was I? Oh, so you've got a, a corrupt process, a process that should be changed completely. You have a particularly discouraging go round of it this time around. And then the debates are occasionally moments of clarity and or an opportunity to see a candidate and be impressed or, or think, no, they're phony. We got to get them out, whatever. And, and as low as your expectations might have been last night did not reach them. In fact, it, it, it fell far from reaching your discouragingly low expectations. So, yeah, it had a moment of maybe it's time to just fold up the tent and start a new party. <laughs> uh, the debate process is clearly completely broken. And part of it is what I was talking about yesterday is uh, it, it just always bothered me that you get rewarded for breaking the rules. Well, enough. Pe- and this is why you have rules and you have to make people follow them. A few people break the rules, you get by. Those people get an advantage by breaking the rules. Other people mm-hmm. look at it and think, well, I'm not going to let them get away with getting an advantage by breaking the rules. I'll Quite jump in. sensibly. Yeah, yeah. I'll jump in and talk whenever I want to. And then you got everybody on stage jumping in and talking whenever they want because you've demonstrated for years that you get rewarded for jumping in when it's not your turn. Right. Like rewarded to the point of you get to stay in the race and the other person doesn't. I mean, the stakes are really high. It's the prisoner's dilemma writ large. Google it. So you've told people over and over and over again, if you want to be the star of the debate, jump in when it's not your turn. And then guess what you end up with? Everybody jumping in and talking at the same time and nobody can understand anything. It was an embarrassment to so many last night. Yeah. And then it's also a weird thing, and I don't remember this ever happening in my lifetime. Uh, it's also a weird thing that you have a runaway winner 
and then a, a squabbling around for people like like in case he dies, who would be the nominee? Yeah, <laughs> debate. So it just it, it sets up a weird dynamic. Right. Yeah. As I was saying, this is a particularly odd and discouraging go round of an odd and discouraging pro- uh, process. Then last night was the oddest and most discouraging night I've seen in a very long time. But um, again, since I care more about policy than personalities, Republican Party demand that the policy discussions come from a conservative point of view. Don't be put in a position where you have to respond to a term made up by the left dreamers or policies policies about guns that only the people on the left, sometimes even the far left only believe. And then you put the Republicans in the position of they've got to respond to that. Why are you doing this? Yeah, I give Fox News and the moderators an F. We can start there. An F. And I understand the whole... uh, Listen, if somebody wants to come off as a big bully, we'll let them do that. We've discussed whether that might be a good method. You know, I'm going to referee gently, but if they want to go crazy and talk over each other, we'll let them. I just, if I'm the RNC, this is my process. You partner with your broadcast partners, your cable news, whatever you want to call it. um, But you own the process. This process exists for you to select a nominee. You must take a strong hand and lead. Explain how it's going to be. Otherwise, we'll go elsewhere. If Fox News doesn't want it, CNN will take it. If CNN doesn't want it, we'll go to Newsmax or whatever. But, man, that was an embarrassment. Can you imagine a Democratic debate where you got all the lefties standing up there and the question about the border is, studies show we have 15 to 20 million illegals in this country studies also show that most people don't like the way their culture is changing what are you going to do to stop immigration in this country ask how soon bu- can we deport all of these illegals <laughs> right ask a bunch of lefties that question they'd look at you like what are you talking about none of us want to do any of that stuff get out of here but nope flip it around Republicans have to respond as if we're all progressives God dang it. It's terrible. It is terrible. We should. The Republicans uh, deserve to lose. You deserve to lose. <laughs> uh, we should start the show officially, and uh, we'll spur more conversation. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this is how do you already get to be Thursday, September the twenty eighth, the year twenty twenty three. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Who is the old timey politician that everybody quotes? There are two parties in Washington: the evil party and the stupid party. I have nothing to. Uh, dispute there all right let's begin the show officially now according to fcc rules and regs here we go at mark you said about if i may gentlemen you'll have your turn one of the challenges we should have a focus on the issues that matter between the big business in china everybody knows that Oh, we cut it short. I don't know why uh that was scintillating is uh michael on our team text thread last night said it was like they moved the view to prime time <laughs> horrible it didn't help that the, the something was wrong with the sound system it's a big cavernous room you had a bunch of people and i don't know what how they mic'd it but i, I it was hard to hear on my tv on my phone in my car anywhere i was listening the audio is and so i don't think they could hear each other and the audience couldn't hear them very well and the, the moderators couldn't hear him like it was just a mess plus i'm talking over the top of each other all the time I I am my new theory is that all of this moving toward a lack of rules 
including like the way we dress, which I was happy to see yesterday. The Senate came out and said, you know, we're going to formalize our uh, our before unformalized dress code. You now have to wear a suit if you're going to be It was unanimous, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. And and uh, they're going away from that because I think all this we dress sloppy. We talk sloppy. Just it's it's every part of society is that way now. And you see it right there. They're just nobody feels like there is any rules, decorum, standards of any kind at any level for anything yeah. in our country. And it, so it's our schools, it's our politics, it's our it's our workplaces, it's the out on the out on the street. And we we got to get a handle on that somehow. I would agree, and this is uh, you know probably as you quaintly put it, old man shouting at clouds. Uh, but I'm an individualist by personality and by political philosophy. I'm, I'm you know great believer in personal liberty and that sort of thing. Um, but the feeling that we owe nothing to our neighbors, there is no social compact. Um, the, the tragedy of the commons has been uh, thrown around lately in terms of. You know, minor candidates selfishly staying in the race. And the tragedy of the commons has to do with, you know, there are 10 farmers. If they all graze responsibly in the field, the field will be fine and all can graze. But if one farmer gets greedy and lets his uh, cattle, you know, go crazy and eat all the grain in the field, um, it's then all the cattle starve. Um, that's referred to as the tragedy of the commons. And I don't think there's much regard for the commons going on these days. And this this is something I've learned by you know being around, and now you know now I'm now I'm where I am. But but when I was younger, I'd watch these debates, and they seemed so staid and 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 ridiculously um, uh, rigid with their. Well, I think the good gentleman from Ohio has misstated. It turns out, and then if somebody would say, "Wait a second, hey, I let you talk, you let me talk," and that'd be seen as like a real real contentious moment <laughs> mm-hmm. and then yeah. they'd go back to talking one at a time well the reason you got to have rules like that apparently because if you, if you if you don't you end up with what you just heard well fox news if you'd like to redeem yourself because you're humiliated right now <laughs> ha- have uh, uh have jack and me uh host the debate we'll moderate the debate ain't gonna be nobody breaks the rules and benefits from it I'm going to say, no, you're not going to talk. It's not your turn to talk. You might as well pop down. I'm not going to let you talk. In fact, we would have the ability to cut people's mics. We're going to run this thing like it needs to be run. All how about, right. Uh, how about cattle prods? Are you allowed to have cattle prods? <laughs> Move people around. You, I'm, I'm willing to, I'm willing to Barbaric. I'm a Burgum man. I've learned that from uh, last night, though. Yeah. yeah. A, a North Dakota governor guy. I like the cut of his jib. Agreed. A lot uh, to like. He's probably going to drop out today, but. Anyway, we got a lot more and a whole bunch of different stuff. How's mailbag look? Oh, that's pretty good. It'll do. Cool. It's better than that freaking debate. We'll bring you up some of the punditry on the debate and the other news that's going on around the world. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. Yeah. <laughs> Zinger! So in the meeting room, whoever threw that out, did they all just like bust up and think, oh, that is going to be the line of the night. Everybody's going to be talking about it the next day. All it'll, the consultants high-fived. Yeah. It'll launch you into first place. I'll bet Donald Trump gets out of the race. <laughs> Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Continuing on with the genius Milton Friedman. Many people want the government to protect the consumer. The much more urgent problem is to protect the consumer from the government. I would agree. Yeah, so that fits and, in with the whole Amazon... America versus Amazon case. And if the government keeps ducking its responsibilities, we're going to call it Donald Duck <laughs> instead of, wait, that didn't work, mailbag. Oh, we, boy. We need to talk about that Amazon lawsuit later, and I was texting with Tim Sandifer yesterday about some good guests to get involved in that. Um, okay. that's a good one. I know he's been harshly critical of the yeah. uh, the indictment or the, the right. effort to sue Amazon. Uh, let's see. we got a lot of email and very little time. We'll maybe sprinkle in some more later on the Senate dress code being formalized. Uh, there's no dress code for women, fellas. Fetterman will just say he's transgender and nobody can complain. It's John. How did that unfold? Fetterman, they, they relaxed the code last week. Schumer did, the yes. leader of the damn Senate. Then they have a vote a week later and unanimously decide you got to wear a suit. How did that? What happened there? Yeah, crazy. Uh, on the topic of the government shutdown, Adam writes, if the government shuts down, they have to close off national forests and statues. Can they close off the borders, too? Asking for a friend. Oh, good oh, one. Adam. Ten good out one. of ten, buddy. Wow, you're going to put up barriers so you can't look at Mount Rushmore, but you're going to still let people come into the country. Hilarious. Yeah. Wow, that's just great. Uh, let's see. David writes, Jack, now that you're back on Forbes' most eligible 60 under 60, the time is ripe to make a move at Taylor Swift and get yo-yo-yo into pop culture just like you've always dreamed. Travis Kelsey's just a fling. You got this. Most eligible 60 under 60. <laughs> That's hilarious. The emailer's bringing it today. <laughs> the address is mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, by the way. Uh, let's see. Sailor Doug writes, Gents, 22 minutes into the debate, all I saw was everyone on stage interrupting, talking over each other. Seemed like chaos. Just made me anxious, grinding my teeth, so I shut it off. 
the networks weren't in the way this could be so easily solved. We could have a series of head-to-head debates streamed over the Internet every night. Could be all kinds of useful formats based on polling to determine how the matchups would be set. But alas, it will never happen. Sailor Doug, you may be a man of the sea, but you have landed on an excellent idea. That wow. was my attempt at Chris Christie-style humor. Donald no one Duck. up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. Boom! Boom! Oh, headshot! Boom! <laughs> How much time do we have, Michael? Oh, my God. Hey, let's do some more of this when we come back, the mailbag thing. It's yeah, fun. It's a it is fun. Don't we all need a little fun <laughs> during these troubled times? Yes, we do. Oh, man. That is some good stuff. <laughs> uh, we, we do four hours of this dang show. If you miss an hour, yeah. you can get the podcast. Subscribe to Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Like that four-hour-long debate last night. Similar time frame. I'm sorry, what was that? An hour and a half. That can't be right. No. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. But crooked Joe Biden is back like a wretched old vulture trying to finish off his prey. Can you believe it? I don't know. I just don't know. You know, I see some of these things that are happening. I say, I wonder if he has any idea that that this stuff is happening. So that's Trump last night. He had a counter event. You know, he's going to come back with a clip from the debate, but just wanted to point out Trump did a counter thing. And, you know, the winner of last night's debate was that guy, Donald Trump. I mean, I don't believe in winners for debates generally, but if you had to pick one for last night, it's Trump because nobody did anything or the debate wasn't even uh, handled in such a way that anybody, Lincoln couldn't have emerged from that <laughs> better than he went in yeah. because he wouldn't have had a chance to talk. <laughs> I mean, so when sure, he emerged from the debate, having had the most benefit, Trump, yeah. clearly. if you'd have had Lincoln on one end and Cicero on the other, you wouldn't have heard either one of them with the other people yelling at the same time. Because somebody told the nicest guy in politics, Tim Scott, you got to be assertive, Tim. Talk over people. Shout them down. And so he spent, like, the evening talking over everybody. It was terrible. Right. But if you don't talk over everybody, they get their jabs in, and you don't. We got this text. Target looters are more organized. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you can't organize a two-car parade or a seven-candidate debate... 
do you deserve the right to organize the country? Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the lesson. Um, we've said this many times. I came across this several places on Twitter last night. Or are you on Blue Sky? We need to talk about that later. Blue Sky? I know. I just heard about it yesterday. Um, <clears throat> we've brought this up many times. Is is it? Would people just not enjoy a debate where you controlled the microphones completely? Look, you just tell everybody, the microphone will go on when I ask the question. Your microphone will end. It will get cut off at 90 seconds. Nobody else's microphone will be on. So you can talk in jail, but nobody's going to hear you. Okay. And yeah. then we're going to go one at a time. And then if you get referenced, we'll say, okay, somebody, and I think they need to do away with this rule anyway, but um, you brought up Tim Scott. So now he gets a 30 second reply. Now your microphone's on. And this is the way we're going to, would it be too boring? Would it be too controlled? No, no, absolutely not. Because we saw the inevitable result last night of the, uh, we're going to keep your mics hot and just ask you to please follow the rules so we can get to the most questions. It doesn't work. It doesn't work anymore. I used to think the the uh, the format, the way you've got it now, is fine. If you've got two people, maybe three, but certainly if you've got two, you do a whole bunch of interrupting and that sort of thing, you get penalized for it by the public because you come yeah. off as a jerk. I mean, right. that has happened in many, many debates. Um, where, uh, you know, Al Gore was too hot one time. George Bush was too hot. Obama was. But so, but uh, Trump, that, Trump would have won in a landslide if he hadn't acted the way he did in the first debate with Biden. But I think that only works on a one on one. When you got everybody on stage, it's just, it's just a yeah. mess. Yeah, I would agree. And, and just, I know it's a minor point, but, um, the, it was very, very early in the debate. I don't recall specifically what was said, but Tim Scott was mentioned in an offhand way. Uh, that was not a shot at Tim Scott at all. It would just mention that he had uh, been somewhere or participated or as Tim Scott once observed, blah, blah, blah. It was a completely innocent. I think it was to set up a joke, honestly, but it had nothing to do with Tim Scott. But like robots who have no like adult ability to make a judgment call. The moderator said, Tim Scott, your name was mentioned, so you have thirty seconds to reply. And I'm thinking that was it was it was the smallest of jokes, and not at his expense. It was just idiotic. Anyway, Trump said some odd stuff at his little speech too that we'll get to eventually. I didn't see that, so you have to tell me about it. I just saw some highlights and read uh, various quotes, but no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. Kill shot. That made me less alive. The whole thing made me mad. Why did I get so nervous watching that? I had to. I actually texted out to the group. I had. I had to remind myself. I'm not on stage. I have no role in this. There's no reason for you to be nervous or uncomfortable. <laughs> it was weirdly stressful. It was like listening to the, the the chattering hens of the View, but it was you know six dudes and a woman. Um, some email. You can drop us a note if you like, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. There's a lot of good stuff at the website. We always say this at the very end of the show. Hot links are there, all the articles we talk about, some we don't get to, some really interesting stories. We have some A&G swag, T-shirts, hats, the sports bra, endorsed by my daughter. In fact, she just asked me to get her two more. Um, just all sorts of good A&G swag. And uh, if you see something you think we ought to be talking about, send it along. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Anyway. Uh, Eric from Astoria, Oregon, was uh, angered by my anti-hot dog screed yesterday. He said, uh, 
Yeah. Yesterday, your scurrilous calumny against the humble tube steak caught me unawares, frankly, and is among the worst things to offend my ears in some time. Okay. It goes on in that vein for quite some time. Wow. Did you write the Donald Duck line for Chris Christie? <laughs> no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump yes. anymore. We're going to call yeah. you Donald Duck. Damn it, oh, that's good. Oh, that would land a, flat know, with a standing eight count. The more I hear it, the more I like it. Gosh, that's his... No one up here is going to call you Donald yes, Trump anymore. Oh, We're no. going to call you Donald no. Duck. Make it stop. Uh, Eric ends by saying, I bet by now you regret how you dismissed this American staple, delivering more grams of protein in one cylinder of cellulose casing than just about any other food source. You, sir, are on notice. <laughs> what is that? I take your question. Uh, let's see. Oh! Uh, this is uh, the terrific JT in Livermore, California. Contrary to the opinion on the A&G show, it matters if Joe Biden can or can't successfully navigate things like the stairs to Air Force One. It may not matter in terms of policy positions, but being but part of being a leader is looking and acting the part. Even if nobody in the U.S. cares if Biden looks frail, it matters to other people in other countries. It matters to people deciding if they should do harm to America. Like it or not, Biden is a surrogate for the U.S. If he looks weak and frail, then our adversaries see America as weak and frail. Well, I don't, I don't think he would. I don't know how other people interpret this, but I don't. I've known people who physically were in pretty bad shape, but mentally they were strong and and had leadership qualities or whatever. If he if he spoke the way he used to speak. And his mind seems sharp. I don't think he would be weak and frail if he was in a wheelchair in the way oh, that FDR yeah. was. FDR did everything from a wheelchair. People didn't know he was in a wheelchair, but he still was sitting all the uh, He didn't need to, like, physically command the room because he could with his voice. Right. I would agree. JT then makes reference to the could he pull off Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall with his feeble whisper voice. But that's a different question. Yeah, that's absolutely Greg different Abbott thing. could absolutely pull that off. He could bring the thunder. I think, for instance, the governor of Texas. I always forget. He's in a in a, I always forget he's in a wheelchair because it's inconsequential. Right. Right. On the other hand, JT makes the point that uh, Biden on the picket line. That was pathetic. The, the mainstream media, of course, is on the Democratic side and kind of waffling on Biden at this point. So they didn't make it clear. This whispery, senile old man jets in, spends 12 minutes on the picket line, says almost nothing into his megaphone. Almost nothing. His, what, his statements were utterly inconsequential. Then he hands it off to the union leader. Here. Then he gets back on Air Force One and leaves. Spent 12 minutes on the picket line. But JT points out what go, went unsaid is, uh, oh, he points out Biden said, you deserve more pay. What goes unsaid is the reason they need more pay. It's because the wages haven't been able to keep up with the inflation from Bidenomics. This is classic big government thing from Biden. Biden creates inflations. inflation. Workers' wages can't keep up, but Biden sides with workers about how they need higher wages. Rinse, repeat. See, there's a fair amount of truth to that. See, we need another zinger. Oh, yeah. I love a good zinger. Here's another another zinger for you from the debate last night. That's what Joe Biden doesn't belong on a picket line. He belongs on the unemployment line. Yeah! Oh, different lines that he belongs on! Oh, Jiminy. Get off the stage, Mike. You're a nice fella. You're a good Christian man. You're a faithful and honorable husband. You're a good governor, a loving dad, but go. Please go. <laughs> KM from MK writes, I think they're taunting me because I said, don't abbreviate where you live. I Just tell us the name of the town. 
Uh, fairly new to the show, now a regular listener to the podcast. A uh, theory of mine about the 11 uh, Secret Service dog biting incidents is that they occur during some kind of mental or physical episode with Joe. If he's truly in dementia, uh, driven cognitive decline, then he would likely have moments of sudden panic and confusion. They could be stressful and involve shouting with agents attempting to keep the situation under control. Could be having physical episodes in which the dog feels intensely protective of his clearly weakened master. So he's picturing Biden, you know, waking up from a nap at the uh, Resolute desk and said, You stole my mustard! You stole my mustard! Looking at a Secret Service agent, and then the commander gets all agitated and bites somebody. Flying monkeys! There's flying monkeys everywhere! Eleven times. Your dog bit a cop for the eleventh time. So we should play some highlights from the debate because I realize most of you probably didn't watch it. They certainly didn't watch the whole thing. We can get to that in hour two because we got uh, Greens things coming up in just a few seconds. Uh, but there's a huge uh, Hunter Biden thing out today. I don't understand how these are coming out the way they are. But more emails from the laptop from one of the IRS whistleblower uh, leaks of the emails that gets into the conversation about Hunter needing money and getting it from dad and paying spousal support and whatnot. It's really pretty, pretty, pretty compelling. One thing that it makes clear, if I might uh, throw the punchline in before the setup, which is a terrible way to tell a joke, their finances were absolutely intertwined. Yeah, that is the headline. I mean, it was, as people suspect, it's a big pile of money they all live off of. Yeah. Is clearly the way they do it. So the whole, there's no, you know, canceled check going to Joe Biden. That's not the way they do things there. No, of course not. I mean, they're not stupid. They're dishonest. We'll get to all that stuff, including some debate highlights. I hope you can stick around. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There was a lot of bickering on the stage. And, you know, my thing is, is like, look, we owe to the American people to give our vision about how we're going to reverse this country's decline. And I think I was able to do that. I think some of the crosstalk, if I was at home watching that, I would turn the channel when I saw that. 
That's DeSantis on Hannity afterwards saying he would have turned it off, which I think a lot of people probably did or just threw up their hands and thought, oh, God, this is a, a blank show. Yeah, it was. If you uh, don't know what we're talking about with the debate last night, we'll play some highlights in hour two and get into that a little bit more. But there was a lot of everybody talking at the same time, more than usual. Oh, it was utter chaos. Yeah, I <clears throat> I actually bailed and uh, watched an old 97s show from 2017. It was a really good show on YouTube. Uh, it, it, and I read a couple of things that happened in the very late going in the debate that I found interesting. But the, the reality of the debates is it's like some weird form of baseball, where if you score a run in the first three innings, it's worth five runs. Yeah. And then after that, it kind of tapers down to one run. Then if you score them in the last three innings, the only significance really is that the post-game show will talk about them because nobody <laughs> sees them happen. Everybody's right. left the park. Right. So we got some debate highlights in hour two and also that new Hunter Biden email that came out that's pretty interesting. Indeed it is. Yeah, so many things going on in the world that aren't that dumpster fire last night. Let's find out who's reporting what. It's the lead story with Katie Green. Katie? Let me, and I had let to me, dig for let, some. Oh, look me, at that. He jumps in like Tim Scott. I'm gonna suck lead, it over. I'm going to lead with one headline here just because it's so hilarious. This is from CBS News. NFL player Travis Kelsey has broken his silence on rumored love interest Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, he did like an hour on his brother's podcast. Broken his silence. <laughs> so that's day five. I've heard about it five days in a row. Back to you, uh. Katie. Oh, well, thank you so much. From the Washington Times, candidates fight for second place in another Trumpless debate. Yeah, that that can't be left out. It's it's a way different vibe when you got somebody with a 50-point lead who's almost certainly the nominee, and then everybody's battling. But he, uh, that changes the dynamics in so many ways. I'm going to call him Donald Duck. <laughs> All right. In the same vein, from the USA Today, Donald Trump was a no-show for the second Republican debate, but he still came out on top. Yeah, I think that's fairly accurate from the liberal USA Today. From the New York Times, who's gaining ground in Ukraine this year? No one. Oh, okay. Uh, I was yeah, reading... the... Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say the advanced American tanks have allegedly made it to the point that they can p- be put on the battlefield, but... Most responsible military strategists are saying, yeah, too little and pretty late. That's the remember that quote I was going with from MacArthur last week. The two oh, words, yeah, great quote. The two words that describe most military failures, too late. It's not that you had the wrong strategy or the wrong equipment. You did it too late. So this might have been perfectly effective if you'd have done it earlier, hesitant Joe Biden. From the Washington Post. As shutdown looms, House impeachment inquiry of Biden commences. Oh, I get it. They're saying that instead of keeping their eye on the ball and helping not shut down the government, the mean, nasty Republicans are doing their impeachment inquiry. All right, fine. It is interesting, though, how impeachment is on the back burner with the shutdown and the debate and all the other stuff to talk about. Uh, I completely forgot they're starting that today. I would be more interested in it if I thought Joe Biden had any future in American politics or history, but I don't think he does. From the Wall Street Journal, thousands of migrants are being dropped off on San Diego streets. Oh, really? Yeah, they've declared a humanitarian disaster in San Diego. We ought to talk about that at some point. Did you see the footage from the border yesterday where the uh, border patrol agents were not only cutting the razor wire they had laid... 
because it's such a bizarre exercise we go through. All right, if you're willing to get wet, then get cut. We'll let you in the country. But if you're not, then you can't come in. I mean, it's just stupid. Uh, so not only were they cutting the razor wire, but our guys were like one foot in the river, reaching down and pulling people up the bank. They're not patrolling the border. They're like ushers, ushering people in the country so they don't drown with their children, which I completely get. So, yeah, so we were, we're, we're prioritizing nobody getting hurt or dying. Um, well, you got you to gotta, you gotta end the idea that if you can get in, you get to stay. You've changed your family's fortunes forever. Right. So your kid getting cut up is worth it. It probably actually is. What a stupid system. And because Jack can't get enough from Radar Online, The View co-host Sarah Haynes claims Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's rumored romance is a publicity stunt. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, um... No, I saw a video yesterday of them all snuggled up at some bar together and... They look legit. Well, they're young, hot, rich people. It's not hard to imagine that they'd be into each other. Uh, she's already announced, or it's been announced, she's going to be at the Sunday night game, which is the number one TV show in America, Sunday night football. Chiefs Jets. She'll be there, so that's... Oh, boy. It's super. You know, they love each if, other. If you want, if you want <laughs> Thanks, more... Uncle of, Joe. If you want more camera shots of her doing her Oscar, her, her Grammy face... Oh, my God! <laughs> With her bright red lipstick... Right. You know, I almost launched into a bread and circuses screed, but I'm kind of hungry and I do enjoy a circus. So we might as well enjoy the decline. Well, speaking of bread from the Babylon Bee, Philadelphia shoe stores, liquor stores, electronic stores looted by starving people desperately looking for bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I love that's some fine tuned sarcasm right there. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't been getting enough of the Taylor Swift story, tune in to the football game Sunday night as everybody has figured out it's good for clicks and uh, and eyeballs. Oh, yeah. So there's going to be a lot of it. Uh, speaking of the looting and bread and that sort of thing, play us clip number 80, would you, Michael? This is a BLM activist talking about the looting, 80. If somebody decides to loot a Gucci or a Macy's or a Nike, because that makes sure that that person eats. That makes sure that that person has clothes. That's reparations. That is reparations. Anything they want to take, take it because these businesses have insurance. They're going to get their money back. My people aren't getting anything. I know people with high IQs who buy that line of reasoning. They are uh, smart idiots. (laughs) (laughs) That the, Uh, The thievery is all about income inequality and people starving. You're an idiot. Um, so uh, I saw the guys running out of the Apple store in Philadelphia with arms full of iPads and iPhones. Look what I got. Look what I got. And nobody said, I'm going to sell them and go to the grocery store and get staples for my poor starving children. It's funny. That didn't come up as they left the liquor store with bags full of booze. If you're going looting, bring a bag. You see these poor fools with two bottles? Then you see the wise guys. They got a bag full. If you missed an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. More on the way. Armstrong and Getty. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. 
And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. 